This episode of the Fiction Writers Podcast is brought to you by How to Write a Novel That Sells. Do you dream of writing a best-selling fiction novel? With the right tools, you could get there sooner than you think. Visit www.howtowriteanovelthatsells.com and unlock the secrets to writing compelling fiction taught by international best-selling author Lana McCara. Welcome to the Fiction Writers Podcast with Lana McCara, where you will discover tips, tricks, and ideas for fiction that is hashtag unputdownable. Here you'll find new energy, new perspectives, new resources, and new ideas that will spark your creativity into a blaze of brilliance. It's easier than you think. Be sure you visit our website at www.fictionwriterspodcast.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, get out your notebook, tune in, and let's get started. Conflict can come in many forms. It can be a fight with another character, could be something to do with a job or a system, but they all have these three elements. My name is Lana McCara, and welcome to the Fiction Writers Podcast, tips, tricks, and ideas for fiction that is hashtag unputdownable. When a character is in conflict, which happens quite often, that's the drama of it, right? We look at that oftentimes as an external problem, or maybe they have an internal, like, inside fight with themselves. But even in that, there are three emotions that come up, and we often talk about it as fight, flight, or freeze. And so I'd like to talk about these three different responses. Now, the same character could have all three of them in different situations, or they could even have more than one of them in a particular conflict. They might freeze at first, and then they might fight, and then they might flee. So mixing it up is going to add depth to your character. It's also going to add interest to your story. So let's look a little closer. When someone is in a situation where they feel like they are losing something, lost a job, they have a lack, they broke up with their girlfriend, uh, maybe the boss disrespects them, or something of that nature. This creates a type of internal struggle that could be related to the flight response. I just want to get out of here. I just have to get away from that person. That boss is talking down to me every single day. I've got to get a new job. And they just want out. Uh, it could be, you know, marriage where one of the one of the people's very dominant and causing all this conflict. And the other person is like, I got to go. I can't stay here anymore. And so that is the the one with the sadness, the lack and then let's look at the other one, anger. Where does anger come from? It comes from attachment. Anger happens when the expectation of what should be doesn't happen. We all have those attachments. Mothers should love their children. Spouses should love each other. Loyalty is an expectation. And when someone is disloyal, that brings up this anger. 
it can also bring up sadness. So anger comes from attachment. I wanted that to happen. It didn't happen, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> I've had that attachment to my iced coffee going through McDonald's. <laughs> if you go in and you order an iced coffee, a certain flavor, and you take a drink and it isn't right, you know, I wanted my iced coffee. And you go in there like, got it right. You got to fix this. It's not right. Um, so it can be on all kinds of different levels, but anger is attachment. It's attachment to something. What is your character attached to? Set them up so that you tell the reader about this attachment, show the, the attachment, and then have something happen where they, they are denied it, that it's not going the way they want, and then the anger is a natural response. So this is actually creating a three-dimensional character where your reader should feel like, oh, no, she's going to blow, you know, that kind of response because they know the person to the depth of expecting certain reactions from them. And anger comes with a fight. I'm going to fight. And then the third one, fear. When you're feeling out of control and fearful, you freeze. When I had a stalker and I heard somebody scrabbling around outside because he tried to break into my house in the middle of the night more than once, more than a few times, a lot of times, uh, I would hear something outside and I would freeze. Like, what was that noise? What is that? Okay, so that's fear. And fear comes when you're out of control. So what is your character afraid of? And here we come into the three questions that I had in my character sheet. What does a person love? That's their attachment. What do they hate? And what do they fear? So these three come into the conflict, don't they? Every conflict that the person has relates in some way. So when you're setting up the conflicts, and I actually have a sheet with two columns that will talk about what each person wants in the conflict, what one person's doing that makes the other upset, and the responses and all that. I have them in a chart. Because when I have a major conflict coming up, I want to know what this person's objective is, what that person's cross-objective is, what the negotiation looks like. Is this person going to be sad, angry, or afraid? Is this person going to be sad, angry, or afraid? And then when I create it, it becomes like this world. Every bit of dialogue plays into it. The descriptions, the pauses, the action, the all of it is coming into these three points. What is the attachment? What is the uh, lack? And what is the fear, the out-of-control feeling? And you could have all of them. You could have one of them. doesn't matter. It depends on what you want to have happen in the situation. But these three emotions will fuel these relationships. And then don't forget, after the conflict is over, have a segue. I always think about that scene in the movie You've Got Mail with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Love that movie. That is a classic movie, by the way. Uh, it's an old one, but it's a great one. So watch it again. 
And when she's supposed to meet him in the coffee shop and he doesn't show up, the segue to that was she walked out of the coffee shop and she threw the rose in the trash can. The rose was how he was going to recognize her. She's going to have a rose on the table. So she had the rose. And when she walked out and he didn't show up, she threw it in the trash. So that segue was her feeling, my dreams just went in the trash. And so this is actually plays right into it because the sadness and her leaving, flight, and she didn't want to talk to him anymore. And so all of this creates a beautiful picture and when your reader goes through that scene, they feel like they're watching a movie in their mind. And that's unputdownable. Thank you so much for being with us. This is the Fiction Writers Podcast, and my name is Lana McKeera. Thank you so much. See you next time. Thank you for tuning into the Fiction Writers Podcast with Lana McKeera, where we share tips, tricks, and ideas for fiction that is hashtag unputdownable. Remember to visit our website at www.fictionwriterspodcast.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Fiction Writers Podcast.